Front porch pod? Huh? Front porch pod? Yeah. Front porch pod. <laughs> Welcome back to the Potluck Podcast. Let's preview Commerce in Greene County and let's, uh, let's check out the rest of week seven, Psalm. Shall we? Let's do it. listening to the Potluck Podcast, the official, unofficial podcast of Commerce Football. Welcome back and thank you all for listening. If you haven't already heard the week six recap, that did drop earlier this week, so go ahead and check that out if you haven't yet. Uh, but today we are going to be talking Week 7 preview. Uncle Son, how are we doing? Oh, doing great, Dino. It's an excellent day. Great night to be out here uh, talking high school football. Looking forward to tomorrow night back in Ray Lamb Stadium. And uh, excited about talking some ball. Let's go ahead and jump right into it. Commerce welcoming Green County into Ray Lamb Stadium. So the first meeting since the 1981 state yeah. championship. Uh, that game also took place in Commerce. Uh, the man the stadium is named after, of course, was the head coach in that one, Ray Lamb. We look forward to welcoming in the Green County Tigers back to Tiger Field at Ray Lamb Stadium. The Tigers are a 42-point favorite, and that is the Tigers of Commerce are a 42-point favorite. Uncle Solomon. Tell us all we need to know about Greene County and, and uh, the matchup in Ray Lamb Stadium. Well, did we decide what we're going to call Greene County? I think we just got to stick with Tigers at this point. Okay. All right. The Greene County Tigers out of Greensboro, Georgia, that's 57 miles south on Highway 15. If you go down through Athens and Watkinsville. Uh, Greene County's been playing football since 1966 under the moniker of the Greene County Tigers. Uh, they've won 333 games. Uh, 268 losses and eight ties. That's a 55.3% winning percentage. And then before that, they were known as the Greensboro Tigers. Um, And they started playing ball in 1914, and they won 52% of their games then. Uh, They they played in 7A, so uh, the region with Lincoln County for a while. But before that, they had a lot of years in double A. Mm-hmm. Um, their last state, or their only state championship, their one and only state championship, came in double A in 1993. Uh, they have won seven region championships, the last in 2018. That was actually a really good season for uh, Green County. It was a nine and three season where they made it to the quarterfinals. And then they had two more region championships as Greensboro. Uh, right now, their head coach, his name is Larry Milligan. Uh, he came back in um, 18, and he's been coaching there since 18, a master record of 11 and 15, so not doing so hot this time around. Uh, he was actually the coach of Green County back in 2002, from 2002 through 2008. He did much better then, uh, won 52 games to 28 losses, and made a semifinal run in 05. Uh, he's also coached at Oglethorpe County and Madison County. Uh, in all, he has won 59.4% of his games for Greene County. Interesting fact, um, Robert Edwards of UGA fame, running back uh, famous for his performance against the Florida Gators in 1997, was coach of Greene County from uh, 2012 to 2017. So I thought that was interesting when I was doing a little research on him. 
um, players over the years that have played at Greene County, they've had a lot of good players. Uh, they've had two AJC Super 11 selections. Uh, the most recent being uh, Josh Nesbitt, who played at Georgia Tech. Mm-hmm. Quarterback, uh, graduated in – or was a part of the 2007 class. His senior year would have been 2006 into football. He was offensive player of the year for the state and uh, player of the year in the state in 2005 and then 2006, depending on uh, the awards were depending on which uh, source you were looking at, whether it was the AJC or the Georgia Coaches Association or whatever. And then their first selection was Greg Jackson in 1988. He played defensive line for UGA. Uh, wasn't as familiar with him as Josh Nesbitt. I remember Josh Nesbitt playing for Georgia Tech. Is jo- is, so it looks like, uh, according to this AJC article I got pulled up, Nesbitt, is he coaching Green County right now? He may be coaching down there. This is uh, July 2020, so it says that it's just like a what are they doing now. Um, kind of like so I, just got, I just got level. curious what he was doing now, so I went yeah. ahead and Googled it. Uh, so after he left Georgia Tech, you know, he did play some play in the NFL a little bit. Uh Looks like he moved over to safety and then played for a couple different teams. But, um, yeah, it looks like he, he may be coaching the quarterbacks there at huh. Green County, if, if this is still accurate. I mean, it has been a few months since then. so. Yeah, but I doubt that's changed. I, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Um, I got fun facts coming at you, too. <laughs> that is. That is. Fun facts coming from all over the place. All kinds of fun tonight. Quarterback trainer on the side, uh, a sales rep for the Georgia Lottery, and a father of three. <laughs> so how about he that? He gets around. Um, last year, Green County was <laughs> with his professional career. Just to clarify, gets around. Oh, <laughs> I didn't even think about that when I said that. Yikes! Um, <laughs> so moving on, moving right along here. Um, He's involved in a lot of things professionally. Is what is what he meant to say. <laughs> Sheesh! Oh man. So uh, last year, Green County didn't have a great season. They went two and eight. Uh, that's two and four in region play. They beat Georgia Military College forty-nine to nine, and then their other win was a forfeit. So they really only won one game last year. They they lost to to Hancock Central fifty to eight, but they got that game for a win for forfeit for some reason. I, I didn't have the research on that. Uh, the only common opponent that Commerce had with Green last year was Lincoln County, and they got smoked by the boys from Lincoln forty-nine to thirteen. Um, this year it hasn't been much better for Green County starting out. They are 0-4. Um, they lost to Westside Augusta 45-7 to to open the season. Went down to Mary Persons and lost 50 to nothing. Uh, Hancock Central got the best of them again, 42-3. to And Monticello beat them 30-6. to um, we, You know, we talked about the state championship, the 81 state championship a little bit earlier. You mentioned it. That was the last time that Commerce and Green played. Um, that's really the only time Commerce and Green County have played. Commerce played Greensboro nine times between 1941 and 1953, hmm. um, and twice in 1945. So we went four and five in those games. So it was a pretty even series. But uh, the first game we ever played, they smoked us, and then we got we got the best of them a couple times, and then. Uh, we ended that series. So it'll be cool to renew this series. Greensboro's not that far away. It's a nice town. Um, so I'll, I'll be happy to see the Tigers play the Tigers. 
Friday night. Yeah, a respectable program too. Yeah, you know they've had some really good teams and good players come through there. I was trying to remember that they had they had an offensive lineman that came through there probably when we were in high school, so maybe late two thousands, like yeah. eight, nine, a bit after ten. Yeah, man, I can't remember his name, but I remember him being on like the front of the AJC, or maybe it was the Athens Banner Herald, and it had like it, the headline was the Green Giant, and it was Green, <laughs> like Green County. Yeah, you know, spelled with the E. If anybody can remember that, let me know on Twitter because I I can't remember the guy's name, but I don't know what ever happened to him. So I'd like to check up on what what he's up to these days. But he was, I mean, a big guy. I think like six, seven, three hundred pounds or something. I don't remember um, that at all. I remember, I remember because. I just remember the headline, the yeah. Green Giant, and I was like, "Oh man, I got to follow this guy's career." Don't know where he went and played. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was a college, you know, D1 player. But yeah, somebody's going to remember that on Twitter. So you just, just, just shoot it, shoot it to us oh, when, yeah. when you're hearing this, and you're like, "Oh, well, I know who that guy is." Go ahead and, and at Potluck Football and let us know who that was. Um, so yeah, as you mentioned, Green County a little bit down this year. It seems like. Yeah. Uh, so we'll welcome them in. They will be a 42 point underdog. Something, in the woods. Something just. Some just fell off in the woods back there. See, you, you don't get this audio anywhere else. But they will be 42-point underdogs. Uh, any closing thoughts on Commerce and Greene County before we move on to others around the state in Week 7? I think we kind of discussed it uh, last when we were talking about Mount Perrin on, uh, was that Monday night? Yeah. And the stretch we have right now between Mount Perrin, Green, Towns, and Social, uh, I think we'll see the Tigers experiment a little bit. I think we'll – will handle them pretty well and mm-hmm. kind of get to see Trey Huff throw the ball around, hopefully. Uh, see some younger talent get in there on defense. Really see a preview of what the future holds for the Tigers. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully these are some tune-up games because once we get through this part of the schedule, Washington, Willis, and Lincoln County are waiting on the other end. And so. then the playoffs. Then the playoffs are right, right there. Um, speaking of the rest of the region, let's go ahead and jump in. Obviously this week pretty much uh, begins – region play really across the state i mean this is where we start to get into the depths some some teams started last week but this is really where everybody's starting to meet those familiar foes sometimes unfamiliar foes Mm -hmm. if you're in the case of real you know realignment um but at least uh teams that are close to you and that you're familiar with so uh region 8a the region that the commerce tigers are in lincoln county traveling up the windy road to the fourth highest town in the state of georgia (laughs) hiawassee just under two thousand. Or just uh, yeah, just under two thousand feet above sea level. Uh, if you've ever been to that that football stadium, that thing has to be. I, I think that's like from the town square in Hawassi. Yeah, that higher. football stadium's up on a hill, so you're probably above two thousand feet there. It's a level. great place to watch a game. It is. It is. Uh, good ride up there too yeah. this time of year. Uh, so they're going to take on the Indians of Towns County. No line on that one. We couldn't find couldn't find a good line, but I would imagine Lincoln <laughs> County would be favored probably by a couple 50 touchdowns. Points. I don't know about that. So. Maybe not this year. You know, I I think fourteen would be fair. Do, do, do you want to find something else? You want to find a middle ground? Let's find a middle ground, and that way we can put it in the pick'em. What you got? I think it's a twenty-point game. Townsend better this year. Let's settle on seventeen. All right, seventeen. All right, seventeen. We'll call Lincoln County a seventeen-point favorite at Townsend. <laughs> front County. porch odds right here. That's front. Yeah, we're just <laughs> we're looking at the bookmakers. This, they, this is why they pay us the big bucks. Social Circle hosting the Blue Tigers, uh, <laughs> as we have deemed Washington Wilts, of course. Washington Wilkes is a 27-point favorite in that one, and I don't think that's going to be enough. Any thoughts on Region 8A before we move to the single-A top 10? 
No, it's starting to get fun. We'll figure out that seeding pretty pretty soon. Yeah, right away. Uh, so the public single A public top ten. Number one, the Metter Tigers will travel to two and two Screven County. Screven County, home of Screven Speedway, by the oh, way. Oh yeah. Great dirt track if you're into that kind of thing. <laughs> Metter will be a twenty eight point favorite in that one. Number two, Irwin County faces Lanier County in Osceola. The boys from Lakeland are going to come up to the reservation and face the Indians, who are 35-point favorites. Lanier County is off to a surprising undefeated start, though. It is surprising. So, traditionally not a, a power in that region, but uh, we'll see We'll see what they can do against number two, Irwin County, in Osceola. Number three, Brooks County will be on the road at Atkinson County. The Trojans are 31 points favorites in that one. Number four, of course, is your Commerce Tigers. will be hosting Greene County, as we have covered. Number five, Dublin will play at home against Hawkinsville on Saturday, actually. Uh, Dublin is a 38-point favorite in that one. Macon County will play Taylor County. That's number six and number seven. Number six, Macon County will play number seven, Taylor County. So this is kind of our single-A highlight game of the week. Uh, Macon County is a two-point favorite on the road at Taylor County. And uh, Georgia High School Football Daily has a good rundown on things to know section. I'll just read it straight from them. Macon County, Taylor County, and Chattahoochee County are the three remaining unbeaten teams in region play in eight-team 5A public. Macon County won region and state championships in 2016 and reached the corner finals the next year, but was 11-11 over the past two seasons. Taylor County is 4-0 for the first time since 2002. Macon County averages 143 yards passing and 123 yards rushing, so a pretty balanced attack there. Um, and that, that will be matched up with Taylor County's more run-oriented offense. They average 290 yards on the ground and only 81 yards passing. goes on to list some of the several key players um, that I won't get into, but um, a good matchup nonetheless. Looks like going to be brewing uh, – at Viking Stadium down in Butler. So Macon County at Taylor County is one that we'll definitely keep you updated on Twitter as that's probably the biggest game in single A. Yeah, uh, Tiger fans will remember back in 16, we hosted Taylor County. Uh, that was a really good game. Uh, I think Cole Chancey played a heck of a ball game that night, if you guys remember, or if you guys were there. But uh, it'll be exciting to see what Taylor County does this year. I remember that they had a good team that year. Lynn J. Dixon, Clemson Tiger, was on that team. They can play some ball down there for sure. That's a good region. Um, so right out of the gates, you'll see Macon County and Taylor County um, duking it out. So we will definitely keep you informed on that one on Twitter. Number eight, Pelham, will travel to Randolph Clay, 0-4 Randolph Clay, and play for the first time since September 11th, <laughs> which is insane. Uh, the Hornets of Pelham will be a 42-point favorite in that one. Number nine, Washington Wilts, of course, is playing Social Circle, as previously mentioned. Number 10, Wilcox County will travel to Wheeler County on Saturday. Both of those teams are 4-1. and one. Uh, Wilcox will be a 14-point favorite. Thoughts on any, uh, any of the top 10 action there, Mr. Song? Not much more to add. Yeah, that, obviously the game to look out for there, that uh, number 6, Macon County, number 7, Taylor County. Uh, but I, I'm going to keep my eye on Irwin County and Lanier County too, um, just to kind of see how close they can keep it. Yeah, in Osceola. So that'll be an interesting one to look out for. So around our area, some others that we wanted to cover that are outside the single A and outside the region. I'll get right into these. Athens Academy at Wesleyan. Athens Academy, an eight-point favorite. Yeah, we we were talking before the show. Uh, 
we thought that that might be a, a short uh, amount of points to give give Wesleyan. We think that that game's going to be a lot more lopsided than eight points. I think that is an incredibly low spread. It's a narrow spread. I think that thing would be bet <laughs> into the roof if it was in Vegas right I now. I think Athens Academy is probably going to have be up eight points on them, you know, within the first seven, eight minutes. Right. Not, not to discount Wesleyan, but Athens Academy, number one team in, in, in the state. Yeah. In single and, A. And Wesleyan's already played Prince, and they got beat 52 to 26. Right. And Prince will be – Similar to yeah. Athens Academy. Obviously, we'll see that game yeah. a little down the road. But, yeah, we don't think that's enough points uh, for Athens Academy traveling to, to Wesleyan. Cedar Shoals at Madison County. Sohn, Uncle Sohn's Red Raiders, baby. Uh, Cedar Shoals are fav- uh, is favored by 16 points. Sohn, you're going to take the 16, ain't you? I don't know Come what on. Do. I'll Come make on. my mind up tomorrow morning. Uh, <laughs> if the Red Raiders pull this one off, they might slide into the playoffs, but I, after last week, I've given up. I mean, I hate to say that for our friends over there across the county line, but we do got a lot of friends that keep up uh, Madison County yeah. people. So uh, need to win this one. Uh, Franklin County at Hart County. So this is the first big game in eight AAA that we'll talk about. The Bulldogs of Hartwell favored by nine over undefeated five and zero Franklin County. So. Let me read off a uh, another um, another little blurb from Georgia High School Football Daily about Franklin County and the start that they're having. So the Lions, they're they were zero and five at this point last year. Obviously, they're five and zero this year for the first time since 1983. A seven-win season would be the program's best since 2000. So, uh, an interesting fact that you that you brought out before. Uh, we started recording was that 1983 team that started five and zero. Their first loss was to Hart County, twelve to zero to put to 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 make them five and one. So, a couple things to talk about here. One, Hartwell's favored by nine. Yeah. The first question is, are they going to win? Second question is, are they going to cover? Third question is, can Franklin County get to seven wins? All right. So, question one is, Hart County going to win? <laughs> and Franklin County's five and zero. I mean, I, I think we expressed this, but now we're asking: Can they get to seven wins? And it is mid October. <laughs> that is a, that's a strange question to ask because you think, <laughs> man, a team that's blasted off to five and zero, yeah, they get seven wins. It's so kind of like the Kentucky, the, the Kentucky factor. Yeah, it seems like Kentucky always comes off at like four or five wins, rattles it off, and you're like, well, can they get bowl eligible? Because now they're <laughs> playing all the all the SEC teams. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of that way. A Triple A is strong this year, and we were talking about this before the show. We looked at it, and uh, so no, I don't think as much as I want to say Franklin. Okay, this is number one. You're saying no to Franklin County winning the game. Yeah, that's, as much that's as I want to say Franklin can win this game, I think Hart is too strong. They've got too much skill. Um, do they cover? Nine points. Nine points. Can Franklin County keep it within nine points? No. I think this is a two-score two game, two-touchdown game at least. And three. Three. Does, does Franklin County get seven wins? Over under six and a half wins for Franklin County. All right, so remaining <laughs> parts of the schedule. They've got Hart. The rest of that region, we don't have to get it in order. But they got Hart. They've got Monroe area. They've got Oconee. Um, and then they've got – this is where my mind starts drawing a blank in that region. Stevens. No, let me get let me let me just go ahead and pull it up. All right, get it official. So they'll they'll play Hart County, Stevens County, that's at home. 
East Jackson at home, Monroe area away, and then Oconee County at home. Okay, so East Jackson was the one I was forgetting. East Jackson. So that's I'm, the win. I'm chalking that one up as a win. So, so that's six. Six wins. Does now, Franklin beat Stevens? Between Hart, Stevens, Monroe area, and Oconee County, they have to find one. you got to think Oconee County is a loss. Because yeah. the Oconee County is one of the best teams in AAA. Yeah. Nothing against Franklin County, but Oconee County is really the class of AAA. Yeah. So that's six and one. Uh, then we got Monroe area, Stevens, and uh, who was the other one? Well, Hart. Hart. You got Hart. So you got you got to win one so of those I, three. So we're already saying they've lost to Hart. Okay. So six and two. So you got to beat either Stevens or Monroe area to get to seven for your best for your best season since two thousand. I'm saying they sneak in. They beat Monroe area. I, I think I'm they could be. I think they could beat either Stevens or Monroe area. I think Stevens. They have. They kind of have a history with Stevens. Franklin and Stevens is kind of a rivalry, and it's not in Franklin County's favor. And when when that kind of thing happens, and you get beat all the time by somebody, there's kind of like a, a mental edge to that game. So yep. I think they beat Monroe area. Yep. Shout out to Jefferson. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the day, at least. Uh, no, I, I mean I think that. I think they could. I think they could win either one of those. They're going to win one of those. They're going to win seven games. I want them to slide in the playoffs and then upset somebody. Would that be? Wouldn't that be awesome if they slid it as a four seed? That would be great. Beat a beat do the Madison one. County thing. Yeah, I think one, they do lose to Hart County. Two, I think they cover. Okay, you think it's within? That? I think they cover. Right now, I may, cha- <laughs> I may change that by the time we have our. I may change that by the time we have our picks. Three, I think they get to seven wins. I think they beat East Jackson and they beat either Stevens or Monroe area. Okay. One of those two, they'll win. Faith in the Lions. I hope they do, at least. <laughs> I, I like Frank County. I a bunch of good folks over there. Yeah. Uh, next game to cover, Gordon Lee at Bowden. So a big game over in northwest Georgia. Uh, two teams that Commerce is decently familiar with. Yeah, a lot of times in the playoffs we get matched up with Region 6. Yeah, and, um, Gordon Lee is favored by one, by the way. Yeah. So, so we were talking before the show. This is probably for the region probably, championship. Yep, this is probably the region in championship. region six. Uh, Gordon Lee has raced out to a five and zero start. Uh, this is a team that has had you know a rough millennium for their football program. Maybe even going back further than that. Uh, so for them getting to five five wins really really quickly was it's kind of like Franklin County. You know they're they're kind of looking to turn this program around. Uh, Bowden is two and three, but Bowden's made a lot of noise lately. So uh, I don't know who I like in this game. It's at Bowden. If that has any bearing on it. So. Yeah, Gordon Lee at one point favorite. That'll be on the uh, potluck pick. It will. Uh, for sure. So that, that'll be a tough one to pick. Oconee County at East Jackson. Oconee County is a 45-point favorite in that one at Commerson. <laughs> So, you know, East Jackson kind of surprised me last week by putting up 36 on Raven. Like, and I talked about that in the last show. Like, were those points in garbage time or what was the deal? But I, I think that they keep it within 45. Okay. So, you'd like to cover there. Yeah. Oglethorpe County at Putnam County. The War Eagles, shout out to our guy Seals. War Eagles, a 34-point favorite against Oglethorpe. They're 5-0 and too, aren't they? They are 5-0. and They're going to be 6-0. and yeah, they're going to be seven and zero. They might be ranked. I think aren't they get aren't they close to being ranked now? Maybe I was seeing that from Recruit Georgia or something. They do like on the bubble. They're, they they got to be close. I yeah. mean, 
They're going to be seven and zero. They're going to be one of the few teams in the state that are seven and zero. Yeah, you got to give credit where credit is due. I think I think they'll be up there, and then that, like we mentioned on the the previous episode, that game against Jefferson County, that'll be a big one. Yeah. Uh, Prince at Hebron, so Prince does two former familiar foes for Commerce. Prince mm-hmm. is a sixteen point favorite in that one. Where's that? It's at Hebron. At Hebron, and Hebron's coming off the the big loss to get against Academy. I think it was thirty five to seven. So. Yeah, Looking for a rebound? I don't think it'll happen. Uh, I think Prince will win bigger than 16. I, I hadn't seen Hebron play, but really the only game that impressed me was the one that they had against Elbert. So Yeah. Uh, Stevens County at Monroe area. So this is two teams we've already mentioned because we talked about can Franklin County beat one of them. Uh, Two strong teams. The second really good matchup in eight AAA mm-hmm. this week. Stevens County is favored by two on the road at Monroe area. Yeah, and this will kind of give us a little bit more bearing about Franklin. Um, I don't know who's going to win this game. Yeah, it'll be a good one. We'll, we'll be keeping you updated on Twitter for that one. Uh, we think White County is playing North Hall in Cleveland where they are favored by 23. Uh, Georgia High School Football Daily has that matchup. Max Preps has something else. <laughs> when that's the case, we'll go with Georgia High School Football yeah. Daily for sure. Jay Ben Haynes is a question mark with a pulled hamstring, we think. So we'll have to get with our, our guy Garrett Rowland from 93.9 WRWH up there in Cleveland that covers the White County boys. We'll get with him before we uh, before we release the pick'em. If that is on, on the potluck pick'em, we'll make sure that everybody's squared away on whether Jay Ben Haynes can it's go going. or yeah. not. Um so that's our that's our wrap up of others in the area around the state um, that have some big games. Any additional thoughts on that, or any closing remarks before we get out of here? No, I think it's been a good night. It's good. great, man. It feels so good out here right now. The fog's There's some fog coming in. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's getting kind of spooky. Halloween's coming around. Things rumbling off in the trees. <laughs> Look out! Who knows what's going to happen. Uh, yeah, no, we'll appreciate everybody listening. Of course, as always, we'll release the potluck pick them. Maybe ra- tonight. Maybe tonight, but at the latest tomorrow morning. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, it'll be out Friday for sure. I look forward to seeing everybody in Ray Lamb Stadium, yep. you know, tomorrow. Me and me and Uncle Saul will be up on, on top. We sure uh, will. So we look forward to seeing everybody. It's homecoming. Uh, hopefully we'll see a lot of our old friends. You know, maybe get to speak to some people we hadn't hadn't spoke to in a long time, and yeah. hopefully everybody has a good time and, and enjoys enjoys the game. So we're excited to be back. It'll be fun to you know getting into the region games as we mentioned, moving forward and see how, how everything shakes out. Not only in Region Eight A, but in some of these other fun regions we're keeping track of. Region Eight AAA. Uh, we'll, we'll dive back into South Georgia a little bit once they have a, a chance to work out a few of their regions. So yeah, um, yeah looking forward to the first week of region play and uh, yeah. Till next time, take care.